Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? totally. this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And if everyone hopefully has been paying attention, everyone knows whose voice we're going to hear next. But, and you know what? I apologize. Well, no, I don't. Everyone knows you as Crazy Megan. <laughs> so introduce yourself whatever way you want, Megan. Um, <laughs> I, I'm Megan, not crazy. Um, oh, my God. Liar. Liar. <laughs> wow. Right um, out of the gate. Right. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy scale number 10. Actually, today is a number 10. Um, thank goodness it's Friday. Mm-hmm. It's, been a hell of a, it's been a hell of a week. And um, yeah, so I'm definitely a number 10 today. That's how I feel. So Crazy oh, cool. Megan number 10 today. <laughs> crazy Megan. You're a, the top 10 Crazy Megan. That's cool. I, yes. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just to, just a couple of things. And uh, Megan, I mean, we've, you, we'll get into your whole story and stuff like that. But uh, we've known Megan for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Married to a very, very good friend of ours that we've known since pretty much almost the beginning. So right. um, Megan's unfortunately maybe on her end been around us for a, for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, finally agreed to come on. But just a couple of things. And uh, in the last couple of episodes, I was just going to bring up Project Clean and also our uh, web store real quick, Mike, and then we can get started. But right. um, everyone knows that we've uh, partnered up with Project Clean, uh, Rory and his company. Um, they obviously sell the soaps. Uh, he is listed on both of our websites and so either our main podcast website, we've got a sponsor page for him there on our web store. Uh, we also have a, a page that shows his mission and a link directly to his site. And just as a reminder on that, 50% of his net profits go towards addiction recovery. And we've been uh, you know, fortunate enough to, to get this little partnership together with them. We're still trying to find the time, you know, he's trying to find the time on his end to come on and let us know all the good things he's been doing in the last, God, almost what, four or five months? Well, three, four yeah. months since we've had right. him on. But um, he's got a, he's a hell of a nice guy. He's got a good project going to soap. How, how do you, you know what? You never mentioned that, Mike. How do you like the soap? Do you, I like it, it quite a lot. It is Isn't it great stuff. Yeah, it makes me smell good, and that's not easy to do. <laughs> so, and I've tried the, uh, the actually the spearmint that I use first. I I tried, and then the uh, 
uh, what is that? The Amberwood that you Amberwood. have. I, I, yep. Yeah, I went through went through a bar of that, then I'm back on another Spearmint one. Kathy, it was like, uh, oh, first of all, Megan, Kathy said to say hi, so I, I don't want to forget Kathy. that. So, yeah, I'm like, she's like, tell Megan I said hi. I'm like, from you? She's like, oh <laughs> yeah. God. I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell Megan hi, but. Right. <laughs> But um, but yeah, Kathy's like you. You go through that soap quite quite a lot. I'm like, hey, well, maybe I'm just fucking filthy or something. I don't know, but it's <laughs> but it's good. I, I wash everything thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Yeah, exactly. And um, so obviously we have our web store also in that sober not mature shop dot com, mm-hmm. and we just launched our uh, our whole coffee line on Sunday. So just mm-hmm. a little bit under a week on that, and. Uh, Boy, once again, man, a little bit of work involved with that, but um, and I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I think it's good. I got uh, the first set of samples, the K cups for that that I ordered. Um, there's another shipment coming that I ordered some, and then we're we're doing a, uh, a basket for the YMCA event that Kathy's got coming up. So nice. we're going to give away coffee, a couple of bags of coffee there, coffee cup. I may put a couple of our recovery books in there and stuff like that too so um but yeah it's uh so check out the website i've got 10 percent is well by the time people are listening to this it's ending as of tonight i might run another sale on it but one way or the other all new customers get 10 percent mm-hmm. anyhow so um visit the websites so yeah that's my that's all my shit megan megan got a couple of couple of teddy bears for the kids right i have a funny thing with that so emma just started my seven-year-old just started reading and um so she can, I mean, she can essentially read what's on the shirt of the teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And she said to my mother-in-law, she's like, I don't understand what this means. <laughs> 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 and uh, my my mother-in-law's answer was like, it, it just means that's your daddy. That's what your daddy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, your, so. your daddy and all his... And all his crazy friends right. came up with that. Came up with that stupid name. So, <laughs> no, yeah. but that was that was great. And uh, and I know it took a while. And uh, thankfully, that that vendor's back on track because I I had a uh, two other orders that I had through there that got uh, they're, they're speeding up again. But yeah, yours took forever, which I was which I was not real happy about. But uh, so for anyone out there, if you're ordering T-shirts or anything like that, any of the sober not mature merchandise, there was a delay in their production side of things kind of outside of their control they just move facilities and um, they're back on track now but yeah the, the bears are kind of kind of cool and i posted the pictures yeah, up cool. on instagram so that was cool yeah. your kids are your kids are wonderful mm-hmm. yeah, usually <laughs> usually <laughs> well at least they have cool accoutrements yeah, yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> well all right so um mike i don't know do you want to go over the, what our format is i mean i know we're not really on a, a real format here with megan but uh, do you want to go over our, what we usually try to do with people not a damn no, of course not. I'm I'm not telling her what to do. I know better. Than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I told you I'm a you try to do to me, man. <laughs> no, no, I, so I, I was I was subtly trying to hand it over to you, like, man, I ain't messing I ain't messing with this crazy woman tonight. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. Yeah, well it didn't fucking work. <laughs> Megan, you damn do whatever it. the hell you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just well, you know what? Megan, yeah, seriously, yeah, do what you, do whatever you want, but uh, you know, usually, obviously, we talk about you tell your story. We have conversations. We got plenty of things to talk about. You've done a ton in sobriety, um, you know, obviously that uh, that I, I think is important for people, you know, to know. But um, but yeah, start up. Tell us where tell us where you came from. Kind of like consider this a in a lead if you want to, but you can handle it however you want. As Mike said, we ain't yeah. fucking with you tonight. So yeah, we'll make this a, a shorty, like a, a yeah, the short short lead. So um. I've been sober since um, October 14th of 2010. Um, 
I started drinking in the eighth grade, started off Jack Daniels from Rip and um, started getting into drugs by the age of 17. Mm -hmm. And um, it just, I mean, I, I thought, you know what, I, at that point in time, I knew that I partied not like anybody in my high school and I didn't care um, <laughs> because I was having fun. And um, I definitely always, like, I prided myself on being a black sheep, right? Like, I never wanted to be one of those people that, you know, ran with all the regular kids. Like, I always wanted to be outside the norm. And it, that's something that they always tell us. They they say, like, you know, we're, we always think we're so different. And I always thought <laughs> I was so different from, from the jump, right? Right. And, um, you know, it, again, it progressed, it progressed, it progressed. I did all these geographical cures. I went to college. Um, and my family relationship started to strain. Um, I grew up down in Texas and I, uh, my mom came, moved back to Ohio, um, to be with my grandmother who was getting sick. And she literally wrote me a letter telling me like, I've moved, I've moved back to Ohio. Like you don't have a place, you don't have a home to go back to, mm. um, on the holidays. And that's, that's just to show like where our relationship had gotten to by the time I had gone to college. Right. And um, it was that fractured by the time I was 18 years old. And um, I didn't care. Like I was happy. She was in a different time zone. Mm. Um, I was, I, it was like, you know, good riddance. I was so angry about so much at that point in time. I blamed a lot of things on the way I was raised. Um, thought I had been dealt a really crappy hand in life. Felt like I had to grow up to, fast um and that i was often like the adult in my household and so i felt like entitled to do these things that i was doing because like you know i earned it right mm -hmm. and um i uh you know of course the place for me to work would be in a bar and <laughs> um and that's what i did all through college and i um you know i i slung beer and then i distributed it out of the bar and, um, I, uh, never wanted to have responsibility. I never wanted to have a real job. I was comfortable in like those dirty, dingy, no windows, smoky places. And I, and it wasn't only like the, the, the drinking, it was that atmosphere. Like mm -hmm. I liked chaos. Like I wanted that. I didn't know what was going to jump off. And I, and I wanted that after party at three 30 in the morning. And I, like, I wanted all that just again, like that chaos. And, you know, years later after I got sober and life was calm, like, I remember that being weird to me, <laughs> like um, me being like, like, not understanding like this, this is normal. Like not having drama is normal. Right. Um, because I, I had not had that for mm -hmm. my, any of my adult life. Um, I had always created drama or I sought it out. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, anyways, I, at my alcoholism progressed. I somehow um, ended up graduating um, from grad school. And, and that was just because I, 
stayed awake for days at a time writing papers. <laughs> and um, I, uh, you know, I ended up moving to Alabama just because it wasn't Texas. And I, you know, at this point in time, I thought it was the state of Texas's fault that I was strung out and, um, you know, nobody was my friend anymore. Right. And um, I moved to Alabama with a guy um, and, you know, our relationship was, was based in um, drugs and abuse. And for two years, that's, that's how we rolled. And we couldn't, we didn't have the money to pay for electricity, but we had the money to play Scrabble and drink old English. And I mean, take it for how you want, but um, that's no way to build, you know, a a life. Um, And um, I don't realize that I'm an alcoholic. I don't realize I'm a drug addict. I again, just think that this is, this is just another crappy hand in life. And I'm going to move to Ohio. And I'm going to go to Ohio. I'm going to go help. I'm going to go help my mom. Mm -hmm. And not realizing that I'm like, I'm the problem here. And um, they don't real, my parents don't realize that I'm in, you know, I'm in this drug alcohol jackpot because I'm gone. You know, I purposely have stayed away um, and kept everybody at arm's length. Um, And I can clean myself up essentially for a couple days at Christmas. And um, when I move home to Ohio, it all, all it is, is like, I can't, I can't hide it anymore. Right. And I start having my legal consequences and I start getting um, arrested and DUIs. And essentially um, by my, my last drink um, I'm indicted on felony drug charges and I, um, I I'm on my fourth DUI. And, um, nobody's talking to me. Nobody's bailing me out of jail anymore. Um, I have a roommate that I find on Craigslist and I'm doing (laughs) anything and everything I can to make, you know, money. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, the only way I can do that is by being, being high because I'm like absolutely ashamed of what I've become. Although I don't, I don't stop. Right. And I, I still, again, I still don't realize I'm an alcoholic or drug addict. I, I think there's everything else in the world wrong. Um, I'm sentenced to AA at this point because again, I have multiple DUIs, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't, I literally go to these meetings and then I walk across the street and I go to, go to the bar. Right. Right. And yep. um, I uh, end up in, you know, Summit County jail and um, I have a roommate off of Craigslist that ends up, I have this dog that's been with me all, all the way from Texas. So she had been with me for seven years and um, she was the only thing that had been with me. And I felt like not judged by, because obviously I've been living this lifestyle that deserved judgment, right? Like I had, right. <laughs> um, and I didn't have a whole lot of, I didn't have a whole lot of loyalty left in my life. And so my roommate from Craigslist was um, feeding her while I was in Summit County Jail. And I ended up getting a call. Summit County allowed me to take the call from the Cleveland APL. And they had told me that my dog had been beaten to death on um, Halloween night by this roommate. And it was the first time in my life that, like, I felt like I had failed. And, you know, any time before that, I had 
felt like I don't I don't give a damn if I failed my parents. I didn't give a damn if I failed my boyfriend. I didn't even care if I failed myself mm-hmm. because I felt like in, in some context, everybody deserved that. Sure. But I, I never felt like my dog deserved it. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I I finally like that was my point of hopelessness. And I. I also knew I couldn't go back to that house because I had like this visual of what had happened because until then I was going to go right back to my life that I always was going to do. I was going to take all these probation violations and just, you know, go go back to living my life. Like this is Mm -hmm. just my life. And, um, when I, when I found out that happened in that house that I shared with that roommate, I couldn't go back. And so now I'm homeless. Essentially. I don't have, you know, any support from family because of the bridges I burnt. And I, I, I feel like I failed something that didn't deserve, deserve it. And, right. um, you know, I ended up going on this small tour of, um, Ohio jails, jails, and I, um, <laughs> end up in Parma and, um, essentially while I'm in Parma, they end up finding me a spot at the Jean Marie house, which is, um, you know, it's that's where God steps into my life. Um, that's not my doing. It was not me speaking the truth. When I talked to the assessor that got me into the Jean Marie house, because mm-hmm. I definitely haven't talk, told the truth in 15 years because, and I definitely would have, wouldn't have been. Um, and, um, you know, I, I ended up at Jean Marie house two days before Thanksgiving in 2010. And, um, it was, not I didn't go in there jumping for joy. I didn't want to I didn't necessarily want to be sober. Um I the assessor told me that she's like you're an alcoholic and I can help you. Mm-hmm. And I've been told I was an alcoholic before that, but I always had like an excuse. I had always said like you don't understand, you would you would do this too, mm-hmm. you know, blah 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 blah. And I always had like some rebuttal. And um, I never rebuttaled to this when she told me I was an alcoholic. I was finally silent. And that's that's the only way I can feel like that was my surrender because I finally shut up. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have this excuse. I was finally like, hmm, okay. And, um, you know, I go into Jean Marie, not necessarily sure I want to be sober, but I just know that I can't go back to where I was. And... Um, you know, that's kind of where I set on the, you know, I think of like those weights, you know, the, the, what are those, those pendulum weights? Sure. Yeah. And like, it's, it's better for me not to go back than for me to go back. So I'm just going to sit here and just like ride this out as much as I can. <laughs> like the, the lesser, and, the lesser of two evils. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> what it was. The lesser of two evils. And, um, I, uh, slowly and slowly it started to look better and better. And, um, one of the most notable things that happened was like people showing me respect mm-hmm. and like carrying my belongings that were in a trash bag in and like, it's little things like that, but I hadn't been shown respect in so many years that like that is one of those things that sticks with me. Like I can literally take myself back to that moment and how I felt and remember the girl's face that carried my plastic hefty bag in from when I got out of jail and took it into the G Marie house. And it's like those actions of those people mm-hmm. that 
that made me ride that wave. Because again, like, eh, I don't know about sobriety, but that's cool. Yeah, there's something like, going on here. Yeah, that's cool. I can I can get down with that. And um, you know, two days before Thanksgiving, and there was a lady that came in. And she it was only me and one other girl there. And she ended up cooking a big spread for Thanksgiving dinner. And it was that day that I was like, this, I can't believe this woman's in here cooking dinner for two girls. She doesn't even know. <laughs> and I was like, I like that kind of love amazed me. And again, not necessarily sobriety, but like that action, I knew that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And slowly things started to happen and I didn't even realize it was happening. Um, But it was those little things like love, respect that carried me until I I guess at some point I wanted to be sober and Mm -hmm. I don't even know when that happened. Right. Um, And so I guess when they say like, don't leave until a miracle happens, like I I believe that a hundred percent. I don't, like at some point that miracle happened for me and I can't tell you when it was. Um, I was able to see like, while I was there at G with, at Jean Marie that like my dog dying didn't die in vain. Like mm-hmm. my dog brought me, you know, if I would have, if my dog wouldn't have died, I would have felt like I would have had to go home to take care of something because that was the only thing that I had any responsibility to. Right. And I would have gone exactly back to my own life that I'd always done. And I would have drank the, always, the way I always would have drank and continued to get felony drug charges. And, um, you know, life would have gone on the way it always was. But she mm-hmm. died to make my ass sit down mm-hmm. and bring me to Jean Marie, which then in turn introduced me to the 12 steps of it. Alcoholics Anonymous. Jean, I mean, Jean Marie did save my life. Right. The 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous saved my, saved my life. Jean Marie just introduced me to mm-hmm. it, gave me the opportunity to be introduced to it. Right. And I think that's so important. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's why I used to say about the Keating Center, mm-hmm. you know, this is yeah. a safe place to be to yes. get, get busy in AA. That's all that place is. It's all it was for me. Yes. You know, and then it's yes. up to us to take the action and get off our asses and do the work. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of times I think the sober houses get, I mean, I love the Keating Center and mm-hmm. all sober living. Sometimes I think they get a little bit more, too much credit because mm-hmm. it's the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. And, um, you know, I was, I was able, I was, I was able to, um, be somewhere to, sit my butt down and implement the steps in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I mean, that's, that's it. And I just, right, I am right. just, just in a big nutshell. Um, <laughs> in a, in a and, big reduced nutshell, a 20, a, a 21 minute nut, nutshell. <laughs> a 21 minute nutshell. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought I was going to be able to be, um, you know, a social worker again, because obviously I wasn't, living by a very good ethical code. <laughs> We're all that licensed, social. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but like now I work, in, you know, in the criminal justice system, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's, though, I, I mean, I, it's, it's probably the best place for me to be. Like right. those, those are my people. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Those are my people. So and, our uh, people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Our people. So a couple and, of just um, just quick questions yeah. with the with the story itself before we go forward on it. So you were yeah. were you at when you were in Parma, you were in jail and then you had to go through an assessment and then that's how you got Jean Marie. That that's the only part I yeah. I just wanted everyone else yeah. to know too, but I kind of missed that part. Yeah. 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 They 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 the probation officer said, like, I'm gonna get you an assessment because he knew mm -hmm. I was homeless at that point in time. And I said, you know, okay. So he brought somebody in from like recovery resources. And um, she came in and we did an assessment. And that's when she said, you know, you're an alcoholic and I can help you. <laughs> right. That was an out, astute assessment. It turns, right. <laughs> turns out later, I actually, I ran into her a meeting mm. um, and she was actually in the program. Yes. Right. So, she, you know, we know, we know our own kind. Absolutely. But um, <laughs> yes, that, that is how that went down. She, she plugged me into Jean Marie. Right, right. Well, and, it, and it's funny. I, I, I know I went, I went through God. Well, I went through an assessment. Well, two of them at, at a minimum. When I, when I got my DUI, I know they put me through an assessment. I had to go through the drunk classes anyhow. Yeah. But then when yep. I was going through my divorce with my son's mom, I had to go through another one. And, mm -hmm. and it's funny because, um, you know, it, and it's, and it's on paper, and you get to choose these answers. And I couldn't lie. It, it didn't matter. I couldn't lie my way out of it. It's still, I scored up like, really? fuck me. I was super lying and I was still, I was still on the scale, you know? Um, I mean, if I would have been honest, they probably would have just fucking locked me up and I never would have saw my son again. But the, but the other thing too, and I, and I, I know I've heard your story before and I know I've heard you lead. I don't remember about your dog, you know, but uh -huh. it, uh, and I mean, well, my circumstance, it was my dad, you know, not, not right. but I mean, a, right. a dog passing away and having that, you know, that, like you said, that responsibility, that connection, all those sort of things, the, the time you have with, I mean, animals or family, anyhow, you know, it's, you, you fall in love with these, with these little creatures, you know, but, and that's a weird part though. So you think about that, if that wouldn't have happened, the, the next thing wouldn't have happened. If my, if my dad wouldn't have died, cause like Kathy and mm -hmm. I were just talking about something the other night that came up and, you know, she had said, she goes, you know what? And we have talked about it before. She goes, it would have been really cool. You know, if, uh, if dad would have been around, you know, while you were sober and he would have really liked Mike and all your friends and all this mm -hmm. sort of thing that never would have happened though. You know? And I, right. and I know for a fact, had that, had he not died like that, I wouldn't have went totally off the edge and I never mm -hmm. would have ended up in the detox. And I never, there was no other, there was no other driving force for me to, to get sober. And I didn't want to get sober right. at the time, but there was no other driving force to bring me in there. And it's, it's weird, but sometimes shit has to go down, Yeah, <laughs> you know, for, for us to, for us to be in that circumstance or, or I don't know, maybe you're walking down the driveway and you fall on your face. I don't know. I, exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Every, yeah. In front of your daughter and your granddaughter and you go, you know what? I really don't want to live like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's uh, and Mike and I have talked about this so many times and I probably talked about it openly all the time that I was in Cleveland that it's it's one of the it's one of the worst stories in the world but one of my favorites because it's it is it was that turning point for him and and when he tells mm -hmm. it I mean I'll sit there and I'll sit there and while he's leading and tell that and everyone's kind of like all somber and I'm just I'm trying not to fucking laugh you know <laughs> because it is it's super fucking funny but I know what the I it ends well you know and I know right had it not ended well I sure as fuck wouldn't laugh but you know right um it it is it's funny, but it's, it's, it, it's a poignant story, you know, and same thing yeah. with my, with my dad dying and, you know, unfortunately your dog dying. I mean, it's terrible, but mm -hmm. you know, it's these things that these terrible things that put us in the right, like you said, that plug us into the right place, you know? 
Well, and it's, you know, some, I guess you'll hear two different things like in the rooms, like you have to, some people say you have to come in here for you. This has to be all for you. Like, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I, does it matter what you come in here for? You can come in here because you're court ordered. You can come in here because children's services told you I came in because of a dog. You know, <laughs> you, you, you can come in because you know, whatever. Right. But again, like you don't know when the miracle is going to happen. I honestly don't know anybody except Leah <laughs> came in skipping to detox, mm. but, but <laughs> which you can probably imagine, but that doesn't yeah, surprise everybody me. Else, yeah. Yeah, everybody else is nobody wants to come in right. like to this situation. I mean, we're usually it, what, we're at our we're at our bottom, mm-hmm. and um, so no matter what brings you here or why you're in the rooms, like you don't know when the miracle is going to happen. So you know, take it for whatever reason you're here. There's there's a reason, and um, you know, again, like hindsight's twenty twenty, you can look back at it and be like, oh, that's why that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the middle of all the chaos and all the madness, you know, de- deaths and smashing your face and all that, <laughs> like you're 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 like, what? Like this sucks. Like why does this keep <laughs> happening to me? And you know, you're in self pity and whatever the case may be. But you know, six months, a year, five years down the road, you can be like, that's why. Mm-hmm. And right. it happens every damn time. And you can always look back and be like, that's why that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's without fail. So, I mean, it's the it's the only way, like, I get through life today, half the time, it's be like, God has never let me down. Like, in the midst of all the madness, I, like, why, why this time would it be any different? Why would he let the chaos like overtake me now for no good reason. Right. Like it's always worked out in the end. Um, and it's, again, there's, I can always see it later. Right. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes fun to figure it out later. I mean, <laughs> not in the middle of it, but <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's, that's the faith thing, you know, this is going to work out because clearly, you know, I, I got this far for some damn reason. Right. So, right. right. Yep. Yeah. Just keep doing the next right thing and it's going to be okay, even if it sucks yeah. in the moment. Yeah. So the yeah, other the absolutely. other quick thing, Megan, is, uh, and I think this is important because, um, I mean, I came in when I was 41, Mike was 43. Um, I think mm-hmm. I can do the math and know how old you were when you came in, but do you mind sharing how old you were when you came in? 30. Okay. So, and the reason I bring that up is that, um, and Michael is, was he, is he your same age or older, younger? Well, he is older. Is he? Okay. <laughs> I don't, you know, I like the way he's you said that. Right. Yeah, he's two years older. Is he? Okay. So, I mean, but yeah. still, he was like, you know, so he was 32. You know, but, yeah. I, and I say that because, you know, so your sobriety date is in November. Mike and I are in April. But, um, I mean, we've got, you know, almost 13 years of sobriety, each one of us mm-hmm. coming in at different ages. And, you know, obviously, you know, that the female side of things versus, you know, guys, Mike and I coming from different backgrounds. And we mm-hmm. talk about this all the time, you know, that the one of the reasons, well, a lot of reasons, because it's fun to have you guys on and shoot the shit with you. But, you know, one of the reasons that we had talked about having more people from Cleveland is one of the biggest things we hear, especially from women in different areas of the country, mm-hmm. is that, you know, women walk into AA AA is not, and Mike and I say it all the time, there's nothing like Cleveland AA. That's that's the first thing. And, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but did you ever feel out of place as a woman going into an AA meeting or anything around AA? Oh, let me tell you. Well, you, you know Gordon Square is my home group, right? Right. 
<laughs> okay, so, which is like a sausage fest. Mm-hmm. But it, well, and it used to be a lot worse. Like now, it, there's more women at it. But I. <laughs> So um, now I'm obviously going on a tangent now, but it's okay. So I didn't have a driver's license. Yeah, (laughs) right. Tangents. So I didn't have a driver's license. They didn't give me a driver's license. Imagine after four DUIs. And um, (laughs) so when I was working, um, I was working on the east side of Cleveland. I was living at Jean Marie, which is, you know, Brook Park, all the way on the west side. So I was traveling by the rapid an hour and a half every day. And um, so I had to find meetings off the rapid line right and which is how i came across gordon square because Mm -hmm. obviously it's right off the rapid line and so um i i I go to it and when i walked in there i literally sat by myself and was (laughs) like petrified Mm -hmm. by the just loads of men right. that were there. And, and, at and the there's, time, there's definitely a rough element at that meeting too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, there yeah, is no a rough doubt. element. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm being kind. And, <laughs> yes. And um, I, at the time, actually, um, Mike P from our group of friends, ex-wife mm-hmm. was, was there. Mm. And um, right. That's how long ago this was. Right. And um, she Ended up introducing me to Alfonso, hmm. who put said, kid, this is your job, and put me <laughs> to wiping tables. Right. And that's how I got hooked into Gordon Square. Hmm. And he ended up driving me home from Gordon Square every night. He's like, you show up, I'll take you home to Jean Marie. Right. And um, that's how that all played out. And I got you know assigned a job, and I didn't show up one time. Because I went to a concert mm-hmm. and I got a text message from from him that said, "You better be in a casket next time you don't show up to your home." <laughs> so now I'm not there tonight because I'm doing this podcast. I'll probably oh. get another right. I'll probably get another text message that says, "I hope you're in a casket." Mm-hmm. Well, you can you can blame us for right. that because uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. we'll take the blame for this one. Right. But um, yeah, it was it was I. And another reason is because obviously when you're in the houses, they very much, because for the most part, we're whores when we're out there. Sure. Um, they keep you. Yes, we were. They keep the, yes. They keep the women to the women and the men mm-hmm. to the men. So right. then when you go out to get a job and you're now allowed at mixed meetings, mm-hmm. I hadn't been around guys in general for, I mean, I'd been in jail. Then I went to all women's meetings for, I mean, Five months now. Right. So you throw me out there and you put me into a, you know, a meeting like that. I was like, what is this mess? <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, and then there's creepy people and there's sure. people that prey on, there's, there's people that prey on newcomers. People. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 100%. Right. Yeah. right. But so, but you never really, I mean, yes, when you initially walked in, you felt uncomfortable, but you know, you had people grab you up and, yes. you know, and, and, and make you feel comfortable. That and didn't last still, very long. Every Friday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's one of the, that's kind of like the, and Mike just made the exact, the exact point with that is that, yeah. you know, even though, and, and I get it, especially young, you know, attractive women that walk into a meeting like that with a bunch of guys. I get it. I, I absolutely get it. You know, mm-hmm. but the, the thing of it is, and we, we always talk about the, 
the, the strong connection that, that all of you women have in, in, in the Cleveland area, you know, and I, I didn't know that that's how you met Alfonso. I didn't know he did that right away. Which yeah. Is, I mean that, that actually, that story just kind of made our point is that, that mm-hmm. it's, even though it's, it's, there's creepy motherfuckers out there and bad mm-hmm. element, I'm doing my You're air right. quotes, um, you know, that still somebody was there to take care of you and make sure that you were she handled. Did. And Alfonso has been sober for a fuck ton of years, but it doesn't matter. Yep. You know, he could still be a pig, you know, I mean, it doesn't, he, doesn't he guarantee can. it, but he's not, you know, he's a good dude. And mm-hmm. and that's, that's the whole point. You know, the unfortunate part <laughs> yeah. is I, I think that I, I feel fortunate that, that I got sober in, in the Cleveland area and I want you yeah. the, the women and I, all the other friends that we have, I think we, there's a huge advantage to that. And it is, it's, I, it's different, you know? So, so that's cool. I, and like I said, it was just, it was, we've come up I'll come across that that situation, that conversation with uh, with a lot of women that are just basically uh, just feel as if they don't. They're not picked up. They're not comforted. They're not taken care of. You know, and I think it's the it's not AA's fault. You know, it's these, these no. fucking meetings in different areas and these yahoos in different yeah. areas. Well, you know? it's it, it's it's the alcoholics, man. Because right? I mean, yeah. you know, the, that's yeah. the thing about AA. It, it's it's from the bottom up. You know, nobody, that's the cool thing. One of the things I like about AA is there's nobody from on high telling us what to do. Right. It's up to yeah. us. It's the bottom lowest person is the most powerful. The newcomer is the most important person in the meeting. Right. Yeah. Right. What? And I think it's how you like handle it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and Mike, when you, you were secretary at Puritas, I mean, I, right. when I was secretary at Gordon, people would come up. Or they would bring a newcomer up and be like, you know, Betty Sue is new. Can mm-hmm. you introduce her to some new people? Right. And I think that's the way to get otherwise people like amoeba together, right? right. Sure. Like they come in with a group and they they don't branch off and meet mm-hmm. other people. They just like again, they're like a big amoeba. Right. And, or the other um, way, you come in by yourself and yeah, you don't yeah. connect with anybody and you go, "Well, this is this is not going to work for me." And then, right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, yeah, which I it, honestly if, you know, Mike Mike P's um ex-wife didn't introduce me to Alfonso, I would never I would never have gone up to somebody at right. at that meeting sure. and said, "Hi, mm-hmm. I'm new. I need to know somebody. You know, Help can you introduce me. me to somebody?" Yeah, right. <laughs> I never would have done it. But that, I mean, that's the way. That's the way it works best. Yeah, right. That's the way it's because supposed it, to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and at the time that uh, that I came into the Keating Center, I mean, it, the, and I look back at it now. It, well, I've said it a probably a thousand times that the fellowship, the, the guys are what kept me there because I didn't yeah. get my head out of my ass for, you know, nine months. You know, I, I know for mm-hmm. a fact I didn't, right. but if it was, it was these guys and, and a lot of them that I've known since, I mean, your husband, Michael, this Michael on the, on, you know, Mike on, on here, um, all these different guys that we, that we hooked up with at that time frame and became friends with, you know, made, made this whole fucking thing tolerable. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't want to fucking be here, you know, but um, right. and that's all it takes is for somebody to say, okay. And I, I didn't know I wanted to, or needed to be guided, but then Marty, you know, guided us everywhere, you know, in these house mm-hmm. fathers and everyone Vince, you mm-hmm. know, back to the Vinces and all these guys, uh, the guys that, who do you know? I mean, these guys that just took us on, took us under their wings, our sponsors at the time, you know, mm-hmm. but that—that's how this thing is supposed to work, like you just said, Mike. Right? You know. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So um, I think since we got the initial initial part of your thing out there, Megan, uh, Mike, you want to <laughs> take a take a quick break? Yeah, you're, <laughs> we should go back real real quick. So when we when we were starting though, Megan Megan uh-huh. gets on and, and we only record audio. So I'm like, you can turn your camera off. And she's she's like, I broke My this dangler. to begin with. Her her headset. <laughs> boom the microphone boom is just kind of hanging there so we're talking back and forth finally mike gets on and it gets to be it's just hanging on my face it's just sitting on my face and then she's like and then and then mike finally gets on she's like yeah she's hitting my chin and she's like would it be better guys if i held it and we're like oh god i'm like shit man i gotta start recording i gotta start fucking recording just it's just so it gently. Yes. Yes. Mind, <laughs> mind the stepchildren. <laughs> All right. So seriously, on that note, we're, we're going to take a quick break. Go ahead, Mike. We are on that note. We're going to take a quick break from, and a word from our sponsor. Fuck off, man. <laughs> a word from our sponsor right now. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually <laughs> usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We wanted to- Two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com. Uh-huh. And we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> Trying to help, man. I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now I got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sobermanotmature? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back for our quick bake and uh, hanging on to shit. <laughs> it's being oh, cupped gently. Yes, it was just great when you said we we're going to take a quick bake. And uh, so here's the you thing, Megan. What? I know. Well, here, here's the thing, Megan. That uh, so we started putting this um, like the basically it's just a like an advertisement for our websites in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, we, we do this break and, uh, it, I don't know, it's Mike, Mike come up with us. He makes me laugh sometimes when he does it, but sometimes on purpose and sometimes not, but, mm-hmm. uh, then you'll hear his, have you listened to it? The end of our episode yet, Megan? I, I heard that I listened to Tony's episode. Okay. Did you listen to it all the way yeah. through for when Mike wrapped up? No. Okay. So you'll, you'll hear that. I can only that. listen to Tony so long <laughs> and then I'm like too much Tony. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but um, no, you're not. But no, with the it's it, I. Mike has a Mike. Does, I I enjoyed listening we'll to his there. thing in the sponsor then on the way out. But I always try to shut up because you know as as we call it, he's like, oh, he wanted to give me a clean read, which I do. But every once in a while, I just can't I can't stop laughing. So, but anyhow, so all right, so you're 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 in AA. You're you're in at the Jean Marie House. Um, where do you where do you go from there? At some point, I know you stalked your your husband and uh, snagged him, you know, <laughs> caught caught him in, caught him in the woods or something like that and dragged yes. him home. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, tell us tell us where you went from there. Um, I mean, I finished up the program at Jean Marie, um, and on the my I hit my nine months, and um, I was out the door on my graduation day, and I. You know, I've got a little apartment on the bus line because I still don't have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, you know, I continue to do what I was doing. I was very, I mean, you guys know I'm, I'm a pretty rigid person as it is anyways. But right. so I was super rigid, right? And I was very much like going to the meetings that I was always going to. So I was still going to like, you know, whatever, Brook Park 1250, you know, all the, all the things that I, I was doing when I was at Jean Marie, I continued to do that when I moved out into my little apartment in Lakewood and, um, Mm -hmm. doing groups at the Jean Marie house. We were doing those on Saturday um, mornings and, um, got involved in the advisory board and, um, you know, I'm a social worker. So I, I work with mental health and substance abuse, um, as it is. And, um, it, I mean, I, I don't really know. I, I met Michael. Actually, we were both still at the at the Keating Center, so we weren't even supposed to hook up. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we did. Right. So we 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 were an exception to the rule. It actually worked out. Right. Um, you, we've used you as the exception to the rule. As yeah. an we are the exception right. to the rule. Right. Um, though you know what I I will say that we did not we did not move quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to, I, I actually, somebody bet me concert tickets <laughs> um, that I wouldn't have the same behaviors that I used to have. Mm. And just because I wanted, yes, just because I wanted concert tickets so bad mm-hmm. that it, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I, I did not sleep with Michael as quickly as I probably would have. Typically, because we're supposed to do things differently, right? Right, right, right. right. And um, that's that's the only reason. And I really think that was, I mean, that was that was hard. Number one, because that mm-hmm. wasn't my norm for you right. know, how many years, and um, it, it forced us to get to know each other. And right. um, so, yeah. We we are an exception to the rule, but we definitely took our time because I wanted to go to Journey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I, wow. just think, 
I just think that's funny. And I, I'm, obviously, I'm, clearly he knows that story, but I don't know that I've he ever... He does. He knows the story. He knows yeah, the story. I don't know that I've ever, I've ever heard that before. You're like, no, yeah, I'll, yep. I'll show you, man. I want my fucking journey tickets. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he ain't getting <laughs> shit. That's exactly what happened. So, but I, uh, how, how far along, like, uh, how many months were, were you guys... And I don't remember how many months sober you guys were. Because, I mean, he's he's just a... He was... His sobriety date's July. Yours is November. So he's a little bit ahead of you, mm-hmm. I know, in time. But... I'm October. Well, I mean, it's, I'm October. He's July. Um, oh, I you're met October. Him in I didn't June. November. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We got married in November? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, he, I met him in, in June. So I met him at 11 months. Okay. And... um. So I, and I was what, right at eight months or something. Right. Yeah. Well, and there was, uh, there was a couple other people that got, um, I know Joe, um, Joe K got involved, mm-hmm. um, yep. pretty quickly at that, at that time for I actually moved in with, with Jess at that time. And right. then, um, who, there was a couple other people, right, Mike, I think friends of ours, or was that were yeah. those the big, yeah. the big two, um, but I and I do remember. I mean, the the thing of it is, and, and we're gonna. I told Michael he's got to come on too, and he's like, to what? <laughs> you know, like, the podcast, man. Just, just don't worry about it. We'll, we'll work it out for you. But uh, but I I remember when when he came in because I mean, obviously wasn't his. It admittedly wasn't his first time through through the Keating Center, but right. you know. So I remember, and we were only. Both Mike and I were house fathers when he came in, right? Um, but we were still we're in a we're only a few months sober. It's not like we've been there, yeah, for, you know, for right. fucking ever. <laughs> but um, but the thing of it is, is that I I remember sitting in in groups and anything like that with him, and just how how focused he was, and he's mm-hmm. just like I'm I'm fucking done. I remember one group we were in, I have no idea who it was, but whoever was leading the group was losing control of us as a group. And, mm-hmm. and Michael finally just, he, he openly kind of stood up and just said to everyone, he's like, you know, knock it the fuck off, man. He goes, I'm trying to learn right. something here. Something along the lines. <laughs> do, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. he was in, in, in the other, well, here's the other <laughs> thing. Well, here's the other thing too, is that um, he was always there. He would come up to both Mike and I mm-hmm. to say, what can I do? I already did this. What else can I do? He'd always be there to help us, you know? Yeah. So, I mean. We when I say yeah, that right knew- from the get go, yeah, Michael was definitely we knew he was fucking serious. That's why we gravitated to him. I did, yeah, for sure. Oh, no, know? no yeah. doubt. It's like yeah. this is a guy I need to hang out with because this is a guy who's here for the same reason I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, really, yeah. when I mean, so like literally right from the start, and that's the best way to put it. I, I we did we gravitated towards him, and he was always there for us. And I mean, we didn't really hang out, you know, at that time. But mm-hmm. then we all ended up in the three quarter house, and that's when we became, you know, obviously really close then. But right. But, the, but my point with that is that I just know how how focused and determined, and I I don't remember that. I remember him coming back to the house going, man, she won't fuck me or anything like that. But <laughs> I don't, I don't remember those exact words, but no, I'm, neither do I. But I'm sure that I'm sure that he, I'm sure he cared, but he didn't care because he was just like this thing. I think he was, he was in it. Well, clearly he was in it for the long haul, you know I mean? He, mm-hmm. And I know that for a fact. I mean, he, he was, he adored you from the start, you know? So, um, yep. but yeah, just Michael had a, a very determined uh, nature and focus and all that stuff, you know, right, right from the start. So, so again, so you're you basically locked your, locked yourself up from Michael and then. You, I did. Then, I then locked what, it up. <laughs> then what happened? <laughs> um, you know, I, we, um, he ended up moving in because he shut Cecilia down. 
you right. know, from the guys. Right. Um, and oh, shit. For I forgot fi- about that. Okay. Yeah. He, I mean, he, they said they gave you guys what, like three weeks notice and yeah. said, um, two. Yeah. We were, yeah. Mike, and I, Mike <laughs> and I figured out it was like two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they said, "Hey, he was like, I need to, I need to find a place to live that Cecilia is going to the girls." And at right. that point in time, he was, um, I think, spending like two nights a week at my apartment. Right. And I, li- I literally had like a four hundred square foot apartment, and um, I, you know, we we were like, "Well, you can either get your own apartment, or we could split the rent." And mm-hmm. um, which it's funny, we've continued to do our bills. The same way since the moment he moved in from that point in time, we have, you know, we've maintained, you guys make fun of us when we play poker because we're separate and he pays for himself and (laughs) and I pay for myself, but we have never (laughs) intermingled because we have always maintained separately, but, um, you know, it's worked and, uh, and so he moved in and it was just because in for money reasons, really. And it, we're like, well, you know, shit, you're sleeping here twice a week. We'll just go ahead and move in. Right. And, um, and that's what happened. And, you know, I continued to do what I had been doing and he continued mm-hmm. to do what he, what he had been doing. And right. we maintain separate programs and we, we actually do to this day. We still, you know, we have the same home group, but we never sit together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's another thing I think is, is important when if couples, you know, right. Get, meetings together. I mean, we'll ride together, but, uh, we don't sit together. And, um, I, uh, just maintained, um, you know, connection to the people that <laughs> inspired me, mm-hmm. you know, like, right. um, you know, like Leah, Michelle, you right. know, the, the people that like, had something that like inspired me and I felt like I could turn to, I admittedly have never been friends with any of my sponsors. I've only had two sponsors, but mm-hmm. I've never been friends with my sponsors. I've never been the person that goes to retreats with my sponsors, goes and gets pedicures with them. Like my <laughs> sponsors are, um, I call them, I tell them what's going on. And it usually has to be something some serious shit going down for me to call them and or or sponsee issue Mm -hmm. and both of my sponsors are big book thumpers and they give me a spot in the big book to go to and then like you know we part ways and then we'll you know touch base again but my friends are the people that like on my day-to-day life and Mm -hmm. um i i made sure that i was connected I was strongly connected to them and, um, you know, life goes on. I end up getting married. I have children and, and balance becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the ability to go to, you know, the five meetings a night and the whatever isn't, isn't, I'm not able to do it anymore. Sure. Right. And, um, I remember, there was a lady named Chris that made a comment once that said, you don't get sober. You don't get sober to sit in a church basement. Exactly. (laughs) I love that comment. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, 
whenever I'm like down on myself because like I can't get to all the meetings I get to because it, like admittedly now I do a Thursday night Zoom meeting mm-hmm. um, and I do Gordon on right. Fridays. And right. um, I would, you know, it'd be great if I could get to more, but it just can't. I have, mm-hmm. you know, two little kids. I have a husband that's in school. I have a full-time job and um, I didn't get sober to sit in a church basement. Right. How many, and, how many times have we said, actually, how many times have you brought that up, Mike? <laughs> uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah, I'm the same way. Right. I work my ass off. I work 12, 13 hour days. And, you know, yes, I, I get my home group every week yeah. and that's what I do. And then we do this thing on Friday night. That's, you know, that's my outside stuff. And, but, yeah. but like you said, you know, all that stuff that we, that we learned in halfway, we're still doing it. We do our readings yeah. in the morning. You know, well, Michael yeah. makes your bed. He's still making your bed, right? Usually. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, no, Not I, all the time. Bill. <laughs> well, I remember some wedding vows. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! You yeah, know, that's right. You know who's the you know who's the guilty one though? It's me now. Okay. Ugh. It's me because I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> so it used to be him that right. would leave later, and but so now I'm the one that's leaving later, and I'm mm. the one that's getting snoot. I know, you know what? Oh, okay. Just called me out. All right. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, again, I just I remember some wedding <laughs> vows. I remember him. Oh, that and, you know what? I mean, Bill and I were sitting next to each other in that church, and when he made that vow to you, <laughs> um, we looked at each other and we just smiled our asses off because we knew what it was. <laughs> It right. was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> well, and your uh, yeah. your wedding was probably one of the the most fun times I've had, and uh, I loved how the the ceremony you know mixed in um, you know the religious side of things along with the recovery side of things. It was mm-hmm. really cool. It mm-hmm. really cool. Well, and I think you would only know it if you were in it. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it wasn't in your face. Like no. I, I mean. The Our Father, of course, is is mm-hmm. a religious prayer, and I don't think anybody in that room would have known why we stood up. Right, right. <laughs> you know, unless you. Well, yeah, there, there's there. quite a few of us there that knew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, there's yeah, we tried we tried to we tried to do that. Um, it, yeah, the the wedding was. You know, there's some people that say like they didn't, you know, they don't want a big wedding or anything. There's, there's nothing I would have changed about my wedding day. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, it no, was, it was absolutely, great. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It beautiful. was, yeah. You know, and it was what we were all, how many years sober? What? Three around three. there. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. At three, three and a right. half. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, you know, it was, it was just, it was, it was one of my favorite days of ever. well the funny thing is there's i think about the people back then that i didn't i didn't even know you that well megan at that time i did but i I didn't you know um you know i didn't i didn't know Bo at all i just remember we were all the all the dudes (laughs) were talking about we're like fuck man she looks better in a tux than any one of us man (laughs) and she did she wore a tux she wore a tux better than any one of us could ever wear a tux or suit Mm -hmm. or whatever she looked fucking Awesome. Leah, yeah. I, I think I just got to know Leah because I knew Steve yeah. and I had just yeah. met like Leah at that time. And there's a lot of you guys yeah. from, from the women's side of things that I, I didn't know even half of those women. Yeah. So, but um, it, we talk about that all the time with not just, uh, again, the Michaels and the Tonys and all the different guys that, that Mike and I have known forever, but you know, this 
this web of friends that we have now based on all of the, you know, people just coming together and um, all this sort of thing. It just, it's, it's cool. You know, I mean, you look yeah. at all the people we played poker with, you know, Mm-hmm. If you looked at all the different backgrounds and all the different, we've all got what I consider to be, uh, you know, a decent amount of sobriety, of course, but you know, mm-hmm. that all the, the people came in under different circumstances and whatever, and just, I don't know, our, I think we got one of the best, best groups of people all around backgrounds and everything else of people that you can ask for, you know, they're just good, mm-hmm. good right. solid people, man. I would agree. I would agree for sure. But yeah, that, that, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No doubt. But then the, <laughs> I, yeah. um, then the, the coffee bar <laughs> at your oh at your wedding. It was like that. I, I think we Michael said that we wore that guy out. He's like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I don't, <laughs> he goes, I don't think that guy's doing that anymore. I'm like, seriously? And he's like, oh. I mean, they whatever he had, there was a constant line because, you know, it, it just for everyone out there, we probably talked about this before. But so there was no booze at your wedding. Right, um, right. But this this cool little coffee bar. And if I remember correctly, it almost looked like the equivalent of a of a larger type of, um, I don't know, like popcorn or hot dog stand. It was nice, yeah. but I mean, that was his, his coffee area and yeah. he had what, three or four different types of coffee. But yeah. in yeah. his, by, by what I think was his mistake, it was all <laughs> individually hand pressed. It was that he was using a yeah. French press, you know, so each cup of coffee took forever. And I mean, you got a bunch of fucking alcoholics in the room mm-hmm. in this dude's fucking French pressing each yeah, individual no cup. <laughs> I'm sure that dude got worn out. He had to have got worn yeah. out. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, I was, I was just, I was like, like amped up though. I had like a, a cup of espresso. I'm I'd never sure. had an espresso before in my life. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fucking buzzing on the way out of there <laughs> in the other direction though. Not, not the old kind right. of buzz. I was just like, I feel like I'm, I don't know, getting a heart attack. <laughs> you know, on a side note, we were talking about buzzing. So let, I don't even, I can talk about this on here. So I saw a thing on Facebook today about the old McDonald's coffee spoons? Oh, yeah. Talk about... I didn't know that's what they used to be used for. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, they it? were... But, but co- McDonald's the... coffee stirrers back in like the yes. 70s and the early 80s were little spoons. They were oh, sure. perfect for dipping in and putting up your nose. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Well, and I remember those well, straws, but I never, I never do that. Yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, I I didn't I didn't know that either. But uh, I remember those. Well, straws yeah, because you're not a drug addict. You're, <laughs> right. One of you is a child, and one of you didn't do one drugs. And, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Yeah, yeah they were they were somebody... wonderful. They were perfect. Well, I you should have like so. Of course, I got <laughs> lost in the comments in this thing because it mm-hmm. was fantastic, <laughs> and people were like Mick Coach. Mick cocaine and you know all this mm-hmm. stuff and they they were saying like you could still buy them on ebay and <laughs> i'm sure you can oh there there's got to be yeah I, that wouldn't i was I amazed surprised. i was amazed by it all mm-hmm. I, anyway, when you were said, saying buzz i was that was my that was my little brain break today from work and that's where <laughs> i went with it was on the mcdonald's coffee stir Yep. But yeah, and, and kind of answer your initial question. Yes, you can talk about wherever the fuck you want Whatever. on here. <laughs> we don't, no, it's a, Megan, don't talk about McDonald's and their cocaine straws. How dare you? <laughs> uh, so uh, other quick thing that I that kind of ran across my mind as you were telling your story before. So uh, everything that you were just talking about, you mentioned you mentioned God a couple of times. So uh-huh. as, a, as a higher power, do you consider uh-huh. God like the church God to be your higher power? 
So, yes, yes. Though he doesn't have, so I I went through, and I you probably had other people tell you this, but I, so I went through and I have like different attributes. It's not all it's not all the attributes of like a Protestant God or mm-hmm. a Catholic God. It has, you know, he's a, he's accepting of all marriages and you know what you know whatever all the things that are important to me Mm -hmm. um although he physically looks like the goodyear blimp the guy with the long white hair and because that's (laughs) just what is in that's just what's drilled in my head right so when i say god that's what immediately comes into my mind but again like his his ethical core is not what was taught to me as a child. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But understood. And you know, the, the reason yeah. I asked that is that uh, just, and we've had, you know, we've had a, I don't know, God, probably what, what my 12, 13, 14 people on, I think. Something guess. like that. Yep. You know, and, and I was, I asked Tony the same question because he mentioned, um, mentioned God. And of course, I mean, we all know, you know, Mike is an atheist. Um, right. And I would say, I was, <laughs> I would say this <laughs> at, at best, I'm, I'm agnostic. And, um, you know, you are, you're so, Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're more on the God side, but kind of a, yes. a dressed up version of, you know, your own version of God. Yeah. God as yes. you understand yeah. it. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and yep. I just, I, I think about that because it's, uh, you know, that I try to make that point to people like Founders Day and stuff like that. Some of the, the speakers that we've seen up there, some of the people we know, uh, just the fact that, again, between Mike and I and then other people that we know, uh, you know, because so many people, myself included, um, I thought that I didn't know. I mean, my my dad being an AA, I think, was, you know, a true a true er type of God guy. He didn't go to church on a regular mm-hmm. basis, but he had that background. And mm-hmm. I think he was a God guy, you know, so mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't and Mike clearly wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but the two of us have the same amount of time. You got somebody like yourself that's got this again, a little bit of a polished up version of that of the childhood mm-hmm. God, but still, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I think it's important for anyone who listens to us. Cause we do have people that are, that are, you know, possibly normies that are possibly, you know, mm-hmm. on the verge thinking, eh, is this my thing or is it not? Mm-hmm. Um, do I want to get sober? Whatever the deal is. So it's just things like that I think are interesting and, and worth pointing out because AA number one or a 12 step program or not, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be, nobody has to fit in a perfect spot. You know, you can, nope. right. you could be and feel and think other things and still be sober and stay sober for, you know, between the three of us. Oh shit. We got 36 years all, all together. Isn't that mm. fucking crazy? Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I just, oh God, I had to do math for a minute. Oof, I need a break. <laughs> That's okay. No. You did it wrong. Anyway, it'd be 39, but, um. Or 38. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose you had, yeah, you had the halves in there. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just taking the, I was just taking the flat, the flat numbers, but yeah, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I shaved off. I rounded down. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, speaking of, speaking of time real quick, and this is a complete tangent, Megan, today, uh, mm-hmm. this episode is our 52nd episode, so mm-hmm. um, technically a year of episodes, although the anniversary nice. of the podcast is not until the... 27th of february so we're not completely fronting we've hit a year sort of not on the calendar right. but but based on the number of episodes so yeah you're on our uh, this is we we decided after episode 26 to do like a season two which we didn't change anything <laughs> right we did we actually did our software change um at episode 20 
Yeah, episode yeah. 23. And then at, at 26, we're just like, eh, whatever, man. We did like a little recap of what we had done over the year and then went on. Uh, mm-hmm. Over the six months and went on. And in the same deal, we're not going to change anything after this. But no. Nope. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of, we, we've been same doing old this crap. Almost, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's fun because, um, you know, I, I think about it and we've had, uh, we've been, with the Instagram and the podcast and kind of this steady growth and, and really, and we've said it before, but we've got a really solid, um, just, I don't know, loyal group of, of people who follow us and that whole community of people. It's pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the Instagram gets busy every once in a while. I mean, it's, it's busy, but I, I try my best to, you know, keep in touch with people. But, um, but this God, thing, not on it. what's that? <laughs> I'm not on Instagram. You are? Yeah, I, I, thought, I, I mean, I, I technically you know, am for this, but I, I think I've posted three times in <laughs> nine months. So, yeah, well, I'm not here. I would have never. I am on there for like, I, I I do reviews for for products, and that is the only reason I'm on there. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, see, okay. I never would have went on Instagram. I thought because from a personal standpoint, I, I, I didn't see the point, but I joined Instagram like a year ago in like early January, I think it was because um, I had heard listening to other sober podcasts. It was a great way to to connect with people and that there was this huge sober community on, on Instagram. So yeah. that's why I originally joined. And then again, on a whim, you know, we started talking about this and then set up this, the sober, not mature page and then went on from there. But as a, as an individual for just like, for what I use Facebook for, which was just posting a bunch of fucking nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. I never would have, I never would have done that on, on Instagram, but it is a, it's a great tool from, you know, from sober people. There's great, great connections we've gotten on, on there with sober people, but also for this and now the web store and things like that. Instagram's a great tool for that. Um, I just wouldn't have used it on a personal level, but, but yeah, it's been cool. We've been doing all this stuff about a so year. What's so what's a goal for your next, within the next 52 episodes? You got to make a goal. <laughs> the only, you know, the, the one thing, and we've been completely open about it that we want to do is we want to start having um, a real sponsor, you know, of, of this. Okay. We've done the, one of the reasons in, we've been pretty open. We haven't, we haven't tried to hide it or anything like that. You know, we have, we've got merchandise that we sell that, you know, we haven't made a lot of money off of, but any money on that has gone to offset costs of money that we've spent to do this or the web store stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. We started placing that ad, which is just about our websites in the middle of the episode on purpose. So that when we start approaching people, they can hear how, how we fade in and out of it. And the same thing at the beginning, uh, when we talked about project clean, We've done that for other people, uh, and we're we're mm-hmm. never going to do anything to charge um, Project Cleaner Rory. I mean, if we do something with him on a business standpoint, it's not going to we're not going to charge him to promote him um, because we just believe really really strongly in what he does. But there's mm-hmm. that would be that would be one of I and Mike and I talked about it. It'd be cool to have somebody sponsor and have that type of growth, um, you know. But um, I don't know. I mean, other than that, it's just just all we want to do is just keep. The, the feedback that we get is has been wonderful, and that's what we talked about it. That was our main focus of that, uh, the six-month talk, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Well, that episode 26, we just talked about the how grateful we were about, you know, that this actually seems to help people sometimes. It's fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, we started this thing off just, you know, for us to get together and shoot the shit, basically. Right. And put it out there, and um, apparently 
there are people out there that listen to this thing and um, it does something positive for them. And that's, that's the coolest thing I could have ever hoped for. And all I give a shit about is that kind of keeps going, you know, people listen right. to this and, and, and feel better and maybe do something better with their lives and, you know, make lives of the people around them better and shit, whatever. That's, that's all mm-hmm. I care about. So, yeah. and, and I almost forgot about it now that you, and I wrote it down here, of course, but I almost forgot about it. So obviously, um, Megan, you never met, well, no, you wouldn't have met Katie yet by my son's girlfriend. Um, he's been with her like a year now. She's mm-hmm. super fucking cool. Just ridiculously cool. I adore her. Um, she was texting me the other day and said that she has actually been listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And so she works in in an industry and I'm not going to obviously out where, where she does and all that different stuff, mm-hmm. but she works with people like us, you know, where she's, there is a, an alcohol and drug abuse and some mental health things and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think that, uh, Oh wait, let me think here. Okay. So she said, um, I've been listening to the podcast. I uh, was listening about the podcast this morning. Haven't had too many chances to sit and listen. She was still on the fourth episode. And she said, when you guys each talked about the first 30 days, she goes, I just wanted to share that I appreciate how open you guys are. Uh, so many of the things that you both talk about are things that I see in my residence. Uh, mm-hmm. I think listening to you guys helps me so much because I can better understand my residence. Um, and I'm beyond thankful for that. So nice. that was the first part. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. Thank, I obviously thanking her. And then uh, I told her the same thing, you know, that basically just if it helps somebody, that's cool. And she said, I absolutely think it will help people. You guys are so honest about your experiences. And I think it helps people know that they are not alone and whatever they yeah. might be feeling or dealing with is not unusual. And it's okay to, to feel different things. I really enjoy listening to them. So that's just a brief snippet Very of what cool. she said, but um, I had a note written down. And you know, Katie's a, a 22 year old normie, you know, so just right. some just some random, random chick that my son, you know, found someplace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait till she listens to this one. <laughs> love, you. love you, Katie. Love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but she's seriously, she's a, she's a good shit. I, I, I do. I, I, I adore her and I mean, they're pretty cute together. And, okay. um, but yeah, just, uh, I, it just out of the blue, you know, she had sent me that, sent me that text and I, you know, I just thought that was kind of cool. So it that but pretty much encapsulates was. why we continue to do this, why right. I continue to do this. <laughs> sure as hell it's listening to Bill run off all fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, and and we decided that right off the bat that you know, I, I ramble, but I, I, I can't help myself. So, you know, just mm-hmm. he's you've been around me for thirteen almost thirteen fucking years, man. You know, just right. it, yeah. it, I am what I am. <laughs> <laughs> so but the other thing too, Mike, did you did you see how the um how the whole tagline sits on everything for the coffee? No, I did not. Oh shit. Okay, so so last week, Megan, we were talking, I you know, we were talking about the coffee a little bit and I said, Yeah, I said it's all told Mike, I'm like, it's all launches doing this and he's like and I said, Yeah, so we're gonna have our own coffee now and he's like, Cool. And then he says, he goes, Sober, not mature. He goes, No, he said, still sober, not mature, but wide fucking awake. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and I'm like, because I'll, I'll fuck around sometimes. I'm like, I got to write that down, pretend like I'm writing shit down. But I'm like, seriously, dude, I got to write that down. That's that's the tagline that I'm putting on all our posts. I put it on our web, or put it on our web store page. That's that's our tagline now, Mike. Nice. <laughs> and, and what I did was to, to make sure that 
depending on what I wanted to put it on for the, for the word fucking on there, I put F and then a space, two spaces and then the CK ING. And then I took nice. a, I took a red, a little red line. Like you cross through the words, the letters mm-hmm. aren't in there. I just crossed it off. Right. Um, you know, so I could you it's clear what it says. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, because every every once in a while, Mike is like, he's like, I don't know, he's like, he goes, I just fucking show up here. He goes, I don't do anything yep. else. But <laughs> but you know what? That, that right there, that was fucking huge. I mean, these All these right. minor these minor things that come out of his head, and one one way or the other, we couldn't do this. I I wouldn't want to do this without you. I don't think we could. This wouldn't come uh-huh. out the same. No. Way. This is this thing happens no, because of not. you and I. You know, so right. And you know these random these random little crazy chicks that we come on every once in a while. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, so um, back to that. So obviously married kids. You guys have a house. You got married yeah. in November of 2013. So you're coming up on mm-hmm. fucking ten years. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all getting fucking yeah. old, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And your kids, they're they're fucking adorable. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. they're yeah, usually. Great. Well, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's that's what kids are like. Right. They're usually know, adorable. Know. You know yeah. what I ran you know I ran across the other day? I was flipping through old pictures trying to find uh trying to find memes to post on Instagram and I found the uh, the picture when when Mike was holding Emma with the uh, with the knife. With the knife? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I, I, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was uh the, the short story there, everyone, and I'm not gonna put it on Instagram because I don't want to get banned. But um it was somebody's <laughs> birthday party, so it was a big knife for cutting yeah. the cake. So yeah. Mike's sitting there holding um this, this you know, their their little baby Emma, and she was mm-hmm. how long could she have been at that? Uh, months five months maybe yeah yeah and and mike's just sitting there you know looking all of his you know greasy filthy self and (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, i'm like i'm like you look like you're gonna like eat her or kill her and i'm like i'm like oh here i said take this so i gave him the knife and i Mm -hmm. said let me get a picture of this so he's got this evil look on his face holding the knife (laughs) above their daughter everyone's fucking cracking up it gets posted on facebook wasn't Mm -hmm. it chris's mom oh Oh, chris's mom loves that picture (laughs) it gives her gives her ammunition to hate me which well, is just the, fine with me the problem is is that you took all the heat for that i gave you the fucking knife i know i know <laughs> uh, but anyhow now see this is it's a fun we have that was a poker night too so yeah mm-hmm. that was this a is, poker night yeah this poker is, turned out being a cool thing i mean oh, that, we didn't know it was gonna end up being like that but yeah right. Well, I mean, uh, you know, a beautiful memory I have is um, there was a card dealt at a poker game oh, um, yeah. announcing oh. that you were pregnant. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got about that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. That was another beautiful yeah. night that right. I was very, I'm very grateful I got to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, actually. Poker ended up being a cool thing. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that, like, the guys in, you know, jail and prison and whatever, they're always. Right. Like, are you, are you, do you think life will be boring? That's what mm-hmm. I'll ask them. And um, they always think so, like, yes, because, you know, obviously alcohol and drugs are ingrained in us that it's part of, like, social, your social life. Sure. And um, I was like, it, it's just, it's, I promise you it won't be. You're just going to mm-hmm. remember it. Right. Like you don't, <laughs> and you're going to save so much money. <laughs> exactly. You get to go see Journey, go home, and, and right. <laughs> have money in your you wallet. You go on vacation, right? I right. Mean, you, you don't, you like it. It's, I think it's just one of the fears that sits it's out there. I know it's one of my fears. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out it's, you know, right. You, <laughs> you go on a cruise and you get to rescue refugees. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you say that all the time, Mike, you know, that you joke around about it, you know, what's, the hell am I going to do when I get sober? Right. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't have time to get all this shit done that we do now. It's like, in, you know, before exactly. we tried to, you know, as, as you mentioned before, that we just neglected everything else. So we had time to drink. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think that's a, that's a common, that's a common thing for, I mean, I know it was for me too. It's, I think that's a common thing. If it's not, it, for most people that get sober about what, what's life going to be like, you know? Yeah. What yeah. am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be boring and dull and yeah, it's anything but. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was telling uh, Megan, I was telling Michael that uh, uh, Mike and I are going to see the Foo Fighters at the okay. the Harley 120th in Oh, nice. Yeah, in July. So just random, but uh, you know, I was up in Milwaukee and I just happened to see that that the Foo Fighters are playing. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I just, I bought two tickets and I'm like, somebody's fucking going with me. I'm like, I'll ask Mike, right. but I'm like, what? I'm going. I'll go stand there by myself for for 250 mm-hmm. bucks. I don't give a shit. I'm going. So yeah, we're going up there. I was told Michael, he's like, you guys are going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I said, well, I said, since I don't live there anymore, I have no idea where we're staying, but you know, right. we're, we're going to be there. But mm-hmm. we'll be there. Yeah, I guess note, note to self, I got I to gotta figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that's the thing, though, with those Harley with those Harley things like that, especially, I mean, you take a band like Green Day's coming in Friday and the Foo Fighters on, on Saturday. Um, I Hotels just in general, they probably sell out a couple of years prior oh to those gosh. events anyhow. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I'll check. I'll check around. We'll figure out. We'll figure out something. Even if we got a, um, I I want to check and see if they have. Sometimes they'll run like bus routes down there from mm-hmm. some of the outlying areas. You know, right. we can do that. We'll grab a hotel out in some area, and then uh, there's these uh, again like frequent flyer, not not whatever freeway flyers they call them that uh, run downtown. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll figure it out. We will. But um, so what else, Michael? Michael, what else, Megan? Yeah. Michael. Sitting there, keep talking to Michael. 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 <laughs> so what else, Megan? Tell us. Uh, I mean, so is is they would wrap up like an AA lead. So what do you do today? <laughs> oh, so um, I mean, I I sponsor. I I'm involved with the Keating Center board. I mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually go to the Rock more than I um am able to get to Jean Marie, and that's just logistical right and that's marty really because marty bothers me all the time about (laughs) um (laughs) like i I have a lot of people when they get released they'll go oh sure right yeah or he's looking or he's like i need to know who this po is but um um so um do you uh are you still doing thanksgiving I, do. I knew you were I doing that do for a lot of years. Yeah. You know, you talked about, yeah, you, you know, you two days, you came in two days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, Talk a little is- about that. Cause that's one of the cool things I think you've always yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. So Thanksgiving, yeah, was so important. Obviously the very, very beginning of me going to the house. Um, I go back to the Jean Marie house to um, do the morning meditation on actual Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um and so they, you know, do the, the reading in the morning and they do gratitude. So, right. Um, yeah, just to, just to honor, just to honor that mm-hmm. very beginning and that Thanksgiving where the lady came in, um, 
cooked Thanksgiving dinner for us. Right. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Gratitude yeah. is an action. We were told that a whole lot. And, and you, you continue to take that gratitude and turn it into an action. I think that's a cool thing. I always right. have. Yeah, we, we, we do, we do grateful list every night. We text mm-hmm. it. I mean, um, and I know that sounds, I mean, that, that may sound hokey, but that's a perception mm. thing. Right. You know, like I can literally have <laughs> like today would be a, this week mm-hmm. would be an example of where I'd be like, man, I don't want to do a fucking list. <laughs> and, um, but it's like I have to remember, like when I I remember when I got like right out of jail, and we used to have to do gratitude lists when we we're at the house, and that's how mm-hmm. this whole thing even came about. Um, I remember being grateful for fabric softener because mm-hmm. I, I finally my clothes didn't smell like permanent <laughs> city jail. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. Oh, and, oh, I, yeah, and I know the smell. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it's like. Those little things were so important. And at some point in time, like I've, I started forgetting how important those little things were. Mm-hmm. And when I started forgetting how important those little things were is when my perception starts getting jacked up. Right. Um, so continuing to do these grateful lists. So like tonight, I may have to sit here and be like, I'm grateful for hot water. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful <laughs> for a roof. But you know, like I am. Mm-hmm. Because there's definitely been times when I didn't pay that bill to make my my water heater, right? You know, hot, right? Um, <laughs> so even when I feel like it's been a really crappy day, I can still come up with those ten things, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's really not that bad of a day, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, change like you said, perception. Yeah, I mean, I do. I don't do it on paper. I don't share it with anybody. But oh, absolutely. Right. When I lay my head down at night, I find things to be grateful for. I have yeah. to. Have to, you have to, right? Because I will, I'll follow in my shit because that's what I did for forty three yeah. years. Yeah. So for the last thirteen, I've got to sit there and go, no asshole. <laughs> you have the roof. You right. have heat. You have lights. You have fucking cable. You have a car. You have absolutely. You know. Yeah. And more importantly, I have peace and I have yeah. serenity. Uh huh. Right. Even when, even when I don't in the moment, it's all fucking yep. chaotic and I'm pissed off and blah, 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 blah. No, I really, you know what? I still, even in that moment, I'm a hell of a lot better than I was 13 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. You know what's, you yeah. know what's funny is that, uh, and I was just thinking about, it. I remember when it was, but I think I was probably four or five years sober until I, cause I've done a, I've done a 10 step at night. Mm-hmm. Well, from the start, ever since when I went to bed, I, I lay down. When I lay down in bed, I go over that in my head. But what I, I was, I was just looking for the. I was probably, I was probably three or four because I was in Madison when somebody brought it up. Um, mm-hmm. I was just looking at did I do anything bad? I never looked at the good that I did because um, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I don't know if uh, if it was just again, you know, how I perceived that it should be done. That you know, the when we're wrong, sure. probably admitted it. So I'd make sure I didn't do anything wrong. But then now I look at okay, like sometimes, you know, because I hate my fucking job. It's just uh, I all I do now is I'm just like <laughs> I just say work is work. I mean, because I, it's it's yeah. pointless for me to to rack my brain like that right before I go to bed. It's on my mind all day. So I just work is work. But then I'm like right. what went weird? What do I have again? What do I have anything to apologize for? But then I'll I do I try to pick out the the positives. And I'm pretty sure I was probably in Madison, so three, four years sober, that it occurred mm-hmm. to me that I could look at 
thinks I actually did well. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, when we do our fourth step, when we take an inventory and the 10th mm-hmm. step is an inventory, I mean, it's in there. We're supposed to look at the good and the bad, the pros right. and the cons, the positives, mm-hmm. the negatives. That's the whole point of it. You know, I mean, how am I going to know what I need to hang on to? The couple of things that I'm actually make me a halfway decent person. I got to remember those too, so I can hang on to them. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and I just, I, I was probably just conditioned to um, be always thinking about, you know, <laughs> fucking up all the time because I did. Right. You know, and sure. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure, not even pretty sure. I know that that's, that's why, but it's the same thing. I mean, Megan, you were just talking about that, you know, change in the perception, but one, one more point I wanted to make about after you were saying that, cause Mike and I talk about this all the time. We talk about our routines. We talk about mm-hmm. what we do. We talk about what we've done from day one. And I just want to point out to everyone that's listening and has been listening to us say the same stupid things for months now that mm-hmm. Megan just said the same stupid things that right. and so there's there's a point behind this and, and same thing when Tony was on we don't we don't mm-hmm. we didn't preface anyone when people come on we don't tell tell anyone what to talk about you know right um but I think that's uh, there might be something to this thing, this routine, this this repetition, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because there there's three people on here that have been sober about the same amount of time. And we're, we're all of us are doing the same things, not step by step, but the same the same process every single fucking day for this yep. amount, of, this amount of time, you know, and it I it does matter fucking matters, you know. Right. Yeah. I I think of it like you remember, you know, Jenga, you remembered like the Jenga Towers. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. So, like, the, I think of like all those pieces and parts, um, you know, like prayer, meditation, going to your meetings, you know, all that stuff is each of one of those blocks. And like, if you take one of those blocks away, and I don't know what block it is, the tower is going to crumble. And I'm, I am just too freaked out to take (laughs) one of them away. Right. Because I don't know which one it is. That mm-hmm. holds it all together, right? Um, and so that's uh, that's just just kind of how I roll with it. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And plus, you know, I, I kind of like this tower that I've built. Right? Yeah, I don't want it to fall down. <laughs> right. But it's. I, I was almost laughing when you said that. Mike, Mike, and I say exactly the same thing with our mm-hmm. daily thing. We don't know what we can take out. We can add to it. We were yeah. taught that, you know. How do mm-hmm. we know? Yeah. What it's that one little thing, you know, like like our, what are our, you know, our three things, Mike? You talk about that all the time. If we take one of those things away, I don't know. Am I going to drink? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Making our bed every day, pizza on Friday mm-hmm. night and spite. <laughs> and that's that's been our that's been our thing for you know since the the summer of 2010 you know so yep, right. um, you know when we started eating the pizza every friday night but uh yeah we don't mm-hmm. know it's what if i i mow down pizza every damn night you know as we do this and usually pop a couple of camas beforehand because i eat so goddamn <laughs> quick and i'm like i get heartburn i don't give a fuck i, I still eat, eat i still eat it <laughs> <laughs> so megan megan what else i mean this is again your your time anything else that you want to that you want to share you want to talk about or um anything or you just want to tell us to fuck off you're yeah. done and it's 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 fine for a minute there. I'm like, you, if you hear that complete silence, so what? Hello, is anyone there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Yeah, no. I'm thinking. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't really think so. Okay. I mean, we're good. I, I think, wasn't trying I to. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we have. But I just wanted to give you the opportunity in case there was there was anything yeah, else no, that you I, had on your mind. So. I don't feel nearly as crazy as I did when I got on. Though. <laughs> I would like to thank you for that. I did come, I came on very, again, when I say it's been a, a rough go this week, it's been a rough go this mm-hmm. week. So I was kind of like 
getting on. You know how you feel like when you go go to lead and you're like, oh my god, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I right. kind of felt like that. Yeah, oh, Mike does. Mike does every week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I get on. Yeah. And I go, oh, fuck. I gotta go to do this podcast thing, and then when yes. we're done, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's like, like a lot of things that this program makes me do. Fuck, I don't <laughs> right. want to do this. I don't want to do this, and then I do yes. it, and I'm better for it. Better. Mm, imagine yes. that. Well, this was like this was like the first, probably one of the first nights, and since we've been doing this, that I was just, I mean, I'm super fucking tired. It's I I was in Cleveland two weeks ago, up at Appleton last weekend, so it's like all my days got cut. I usually get at least one night, you know, of longer sleep. I haven't had that Mm -hmm. in like two weeks, and it's like I was sitting down, Mm -hmm. starting to get the episode set up, and I'm like, I'm fucking white, (laughs) and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. But no, I mean, that's kind of the point, you know. I mean, that's one of the reasons, like, like Mike said to begin with, get on here, shoot shit. It makes us feel better, and if it helps other people, and you know, it's cool. I mean, it's kind of like the three of us got together for a meeting, and you know, there might be a couple other people that listen to it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, very good. All right, well, Megan, obviously, thank you. Don't don't hang up yet. Okay. I'm not going to hang up. <laughs> he just said, thank you. All of a sudden, Megan's gone. No, don't She's do that. Gone. <laughs> it's just like every other woman in my life. <laughs> uh, I couldn't help it. But anyhow, so Megan, now, now Mike, you're going to, you're going to get to hear Mike's, uh, Mike's the way that he closes everything out. So it is your turn, brother. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of sober, not mature. I'm going to put in a little personal thing here real quick. Um, Tomorrow's my fucking birthday. I don't care. But if you happen to know me on Facebook, it's the initial J. Michael Harris. I got a little fundraiser going for the Keating Center. I think I've raised about 300 or so bucks at this point. Um, and if you want to pop in there and donate a couple bucks to the Keating Center, I would appreciate it. Anyway, that's Facebook, uh, J. Michael Harris, whatever. So, yeah, if you do that, cool. If you don't, I don't care. Um, so thanks for listening to another episode of sober, not mature as always be kind to each other, be good to each other, do something nice for somebody else this week. And as always, Oh, we want to thank Megan too. Thank you very much for coming on. And as always, please, 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 please fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over the gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever. <laughs> See? You like that, Megan? I do like that. <laughs> I, I heard you. I heard you laugh and try to hold it back. <laughs> so the, and I always explain this, a short story. Mike started off the first handful of episodes. You know, we're trying to mm-hmm. figure out a way to close it out. And he's like, he goes, all that comes to mind is fuck off. You know, right. so he did he did that for months. And then Kathy found that, um, sent it to both of us. So shit, what? Mm-hmm. Again, I can never remember how many episodes. Four months ago, five months ago, doesn't even Something matter. Something like that. We've been doing it a while. Yep. Yeah, I read that that's... at the end of every episode now. <laughs> it, it made it made Kathy super fucking happy and it makes me laugh every time. And every time it makes we have me a feel guest. pretty good too. <laughs> but seriously, um, um, Megan, well, first of all, Mike, happy birthday tomorrow. Obviously, you know, I already yeah. I already donated. I saw I saw that my boy yeah. did too, so that made me Your happy. Your boy and his girl. Did too. Oh, Katie yes, did too. Yes, and Megan did too. Thank you all. Oh, shit. Yep. Okay. Yep. I didn't I, yep. I didn't see the Katie did. I just saw I saw my name up, my last name. I'm like, "Oh, the boy did it again too." Yeah, so that's uh-huh. cool. He did. Yep, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And you know what? Uh real quick, uh our uh, old uh, house father buddy Adam donated. 
Oh, no shit. Cool. Yep, oh, out of the shit. fucking blue. Yep, no shit. Huh. <laughs> so I'd love to let you know with, that. Yeah, our, mother- he was with Michael on our first date. I bet he was. Yeah. I could see him doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam was a good dude. He was another one that we hung with. We were really close with yep. him. And then, uh, yep. yeah, I mean, he's, from what I understand, he's still sober, though. I mean, clearly. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, yep. well, that's cool. But, um, hmm. but no, seriously, uh, you know, obviously I'll, I'll – Sure, I'll say it otherwise, but happy birthday to you. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know you've gained or earned a lot of money for the Keating Center already, which is cool. And that's uh, yep. kind of the point of this thing. So, yep. All right. So, Megan, uh, once again, mm-hmm. um, this was this was great. It's a lot of fun. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, obviously, uh, Mike, I'll talk to you soon. Megan, I'll see you soon. I love you both. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Love you guys too. All right, All you right. guys. Bye. 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 As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.